Okay, Bezat Hashem, tonight's Yorah is going to be the first in our multi-part series uh, for Shovavim uh, on the, a review of the laws of Tarot and Mishpacha. Uh, this year, as always, should be uh, for a full shlema for anybody who needs it. Uh, should be for uh, the Atzlachav, uh, the Chayalim, and for their safety, and for uh, Yeshua, for everybody who needs uh, anything else. Amen. Amen. Um, so, before we begin, uh, anyone who's listening to this on the recording, uh, I just want to make this known, that whatever we discuss tonight is, and, and for the subsequent Shurim, it's only meant for review. It's not meant to necessarily take Halakha Ma'aseh, and it's not something where you can paskin on your own based on what you hear on the shiur. There is no substitute if you have a she'ila, especially in, in these in Yanim, there's no substitute for going and asking a rav your she'ila. So please, if you have one, uh, I don't care if you ask me or if you ask somebody else, I will not be offended. Um, but find somebody, uh, preferably an LOR, a local Orthodox rabbi, they don't necessarily have to be local. Uh, they should be a rabbi, and they absolutely must be orthodox. Um, now, to begin, why are we doing this in the first place? So this is an inyan regarding the, the weeks of Shovavim, that uh, to be Mosif Kedusha. And of course, we know that uh, there are three things, essentially, that a, a Jewish home really has to have if it's going to be a Jewish home, and that's they have to be uh, Shema Shabbat. And they have to be Shomer uh, Kashrut, they have to keep kosher, and so to watch, uh, you know, what goes in their mouth. Really, you should also watch what comes out of your mouth as well, Shomer is a big deal. Um, and then the third is the Ta'arat HaMishpacha, and keeping with uh, you know, the laws we're going to be reviewing tonight and for the subsequent 2-3 uh, Shurim. But the, the Mishnah and Pirkei Avot, the end of Paragimel, in Mishnah Yud Chet, I think there's some additions that might have it to Yud Tet. The Pirkei Avot, there's like 17 different uh, ways of counting which Mishnah is, is which, but we'll read the Mishnah so that way if you have a, a different numbering system in yours, then you know which one it is. It says, Rabbi Eliezer ben Chisma Omer, Kinin ufit chenida hen hen gufei halachot. So, the laws of Kinin, which, which is brought down in Masechet Kinim, which is the laws of the uh, bird offerings that are brought, uh, some of them are brought by uh, a woman who uh, who gave birth, and there are many other reasons someone would bring them, sometimes it's a part of a korban ola beoreid, um, and one's an ola, one's a khatar, and sometimes they get mixed up, so you have to know how many, uh, if, if you know if an ola gets mixed with a khatar, how do you... Uh, Get around. There's a lot of chashbonot uh, and calculations that go into laws of kinim, and also pichainida, which is brought down in Masichet uh, Arachin at the end. It's the last part, or among the last parts of, of the first Mishnah in Perek Bet, um, also in Perek Bet in the in, on the first Mishnah in the Gemara about I would say a, a woman uh, loses track of her cycle and. She's uh, bleeding, but she doesn't know if she's a nida or zava. So, 
how does she uh, have to calculate when she can uh, be tovel and when uh, she's pure again and, and all this difficult there. So these calculations, hein gufei alachot, they are the uh, really the, the ikr part of, of, of alacha. And then the, the Mishnah concludes, tikufot, tikumatriot, par peraot, nechokmah. The 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 laws and the methodology of calculating uh, the zmanim and the uh, the mazalot and when the tikufot are and uh, the ibor shana and all of those and also uh, the things to learn out of the gematriot. So those are all essentially like dessert. They're extra sweets on top of uh, everything else, but they're not uh, they're not the ikar. The Bartanura on this Mishnah, when it says Hin Hin Gufei Alechot, the Bartanura says Ikar Torah Shebal Pesh Mekablim Leisachar. So, the laws of Kinim and Nida are the two parts of Torah Shebal Peh that are where a person really gains most of his schar. So even though Kinim isn't learned today, or it should be when you learn Mishnayot and, and, and the Gemara, but it's not applicable today because we don't have a Bidim Yiddash. But even still, the, the, the Cheshbonot regarding Kinim and the Cheshbonot Nida, which we'll be going into some of those tonight, regarding Vestot, these are the, 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 the parts of Torah where, according to the Bartanur, where a person will get the most schar from. To the point where I've heard from some rabbinim who say that if someone spent his entire life just learning Hilchot Nida, then even though, as long as, again, you know what you're doing with the other things, but they, they spend most of his time delving into the Hilchot Nida, so then uh, that's really, you know, uh, uh, still considered a, a life, uh, you know, a, a life well lived and a life well learned. Because it is one of the, um, the Karim here. Now, the reason it says Pichet Nida, which is, again... The, the calculations part is because Gimatriot and Tukufot are also calculations. We also have a Mishnah in the end of Masechet or the first paragraph of Masechet Chagiga, where the Mishnah says, Heter Nedarim or Porchim Ba'avir. So the releasing someone from vows hovers in the air. Meaning, there's no scriptural source for Heter Nedarim. Ve'en lehem al-mashi smochu. And they don't have a scriptural source. Hilchot Shabbat, Chagigot, Vahame'ilot, and the laws of Shabbat, and the laws of the Chagiga offerings, and laws of Me'ila, which is stealing uh, from, from Hekdash. They're like mountains that are suspended by a hair. There's very few scriptural sources for them, but there are mountains of halachot that have to go into Hilchot Shabbat and 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 the, the, the Chagiga offerings and Me'ila and and Hektesh to the point where it's a well-known statement uh, if I remember because of Yonatan Abish it said anyone who doesn't learn Hilchot Shabbat three times in his life is for Shemachal Shabbat every week so there's there's a lot of halachot there but the Mishnah continues Hadinin Monetary law, the avodot, and the regulations that go with the korbanot, hataharot v'atumot, purity and contamination, the harayot and illicit sexual relations, yeshlehen al mashi smochu, 
they have a lot of scriptural support for these things. Torah, and they are the fundamentals of Torah. The Gemara at the end of the first parak says that when it says Hain Hain Gufei Torah, that's going on all of these things that we were talking about. So Hetanidarim and Hilchot Shabbat, not just monetary law and Tumantara, but the Mishnah comes to tell us that just like with Shabbat and just like with stealing from Hekdesh and just like with monetary law, the laws concerning Tumantara and today really the only ones that that, that have to that we have besides Natilat Yadaim every morning or every morning when we eat. The only things that have to do with Tumah anymore are the laws of Tadr Mishpacha. So these Alachot are extremely important and are something that govern essentially the entire middle section of a person's life. So I want to thank our, uh, our sponsor. I'm not sure if he wants to remain anonymous or not. Um, but I want to thank our sponsor for printing um, the uh, uh, books for us. Anyone who, who wants uh, can get a copy of uh, this book, The Laws of Dida. It was written by a friend of mine, Rayonatan Akson. He lives in Harnolf. Uh, he is in the Dayanu Kolel and Aram Soba uh, under Rabbi Max Sutton. He's uh, very close to Hamid Yosef. And he put out a short little book, it's not even 100 pages, of a review for all of these halachot. We'll be going tonight, not so much through the book inside. Uh, some of the other nights we'll, be, we'll, look, we'll take a more closer look. Um, but for anyone who wants one, uh, we have them printed, and uh, you can surely get one. They are free. And I want to also thank uh, Robert Jackson, uh for allowing us to, uh, to print these since the actual... Uh, book is currently out of print. So tonight, I want to go through the Alachot of Estot. If we have time, then we'll also go through Kitamim. But uh, Vestot are some of the most challenging situations that come up in Hilchot Nida, and it's also some of the, the most important. Um, and that's why, even though if we look in Rav Naxon's book, it's chapter 6, uh, we're going to start with uh, with Vestot tonight. So there are three types of Vestot, or really two. There's a Vestot Kavua and a Vestot She'en Kavua. And just a disclaimer now, before we get into anything else, and this is going to go for all the subsequent Shurim, I'm going to be using biological terms. I don't want to be amb- ambiguous. I don't want anyone to have any sort of suffix as to what I'm saying. So we're going to be using biological terms. And, uh, you know, we're going to be very, very plain uh, and matter of fact. Uh, if someone's not comfortable with that, then, you know, turn the shiur off now. So the the vestot come in, in, two, in two types, two basic types. There's a vestot kavua and a vestot she'ena kavua. And what that means, the differentiation between the two is that there's if a woman has a vesikavua, that means she gets her period, her menstrual cycle, at the same time every month. And it could be, typically it's one of two ways. Either she'll see on the same day of the month, every single month. So that would be, uh, you know, she sees on the 2nd of Nisan, and the 2nd of Iyar, and the 2nd of Sivan, and the 2nd of Tammuz, and so on and so on and so on. She's the 2nd of the month every month, that's when her menstrual cycle starts. So then, that's called a Vesek Kavua It goes by the date of the month. 
There's also significantly more common than that type is the Vesada Kavua Haflaga. And that's based on an interval. So if she sees every four weeks on the same day, so let's say she sees on Wednesday during the, and it has to be during the same Ona, which we'll get to momentarily. If it starts on a Wednesday and then she gets another, or her next menstrual cycle uh, four Wednesdays later, and the next menstrual cycle four Wednesdays later, and the next menstrual cycle four Wednesdays later, and it's always the same interval in between the, the, one, the start of one menstrual cycle and the start of the next menstrual cycle, that's called a Vesat Akavua Haflaga. It's going based on the interval. Nowadays, it's not so common for women to have a Vesat Akavua of either type. If she has one, most likely it is the Vesat Akavua Haflaga based on an interval and not on the time of, uh, or not on the date of the month. It does happen. It's rare, and sometimes it'll happen because uh, the calendar will be set up where three months in a row, it'll be, you know, a 29-day month, and then, you know, she'll see on the, the second, and then the next, the 29, you know, at the end of the month, she'll on the second, and the second, and it's all like that, because it's really an interval, but she saw on the, because each month was the same number of days, so she also happened to see on the same date as well. But since most women don't have a vesicavua, so then, they have what's called a Vesat She'en and there's th- three subcategories there. There's the Vesat Chodesh, which is, again, the same day of the month. The Vesat Aflaga, which is based on an interval between the, uh, the menstrual cycle she just started and the previous menstrual cycle. And then the Ona Benonit. The Ona Benonit is 30 days from, the, um, from, this current, uh, from the start of this current menstrual cycle. Now... The reason for Vestot is because having sexual relations with a woman who's Nida is an extreme Isor. It's an Isor Karet, which means excision. Uh, there are different types of Karet. Some are, uh, um, you know, Lo'aleno, a uh, person dies young. Lo'aleno, they don't have children. Or Lo'aleno, Lo'alechem, their children die young. Uh, or it could be that a person, again, Lo'aleno, does not uh, get on the Maba. So, having sexual relations with the Nida is a very bad thing. So, the Chachamim enacted a rule that when a woman is expecting her period, that husband and wife cannot engage in sexual relations. So, if she has a Vesa Kavua, and she sees every 30 days, so then the only time that the husband and wife have to refrain from having sexual relations is on the 30th day. If she doesn't have a vesicavua, so then we have to calculate when are the most likely times that she would see her period. And those most likely times are either the interval between this period and the last one, because that's what the current interval is, or is it the day of the month, which is when this one started, or we have the ona benonit, which is 30 days. And the ona benonit is because... Typically, a woman gets a period once a month. So, the Chachamim enacted that there should be an Onabenoni, which is 30 days. And the only thing to know, or, or one of the important things to know here, is when we calculate, the day the menstrual cycle starts is included in the counting of the interval and for the counting of the Onabenoni. Which means, let's say, um, we have our handy calendar here. Let's say she saw 
her, she got her menstrual cycle during the day on the, oops, the, on the 10th of Adar. And then her next menstrual cycle came on the, let's say, the 9th of Adar, both, or of, of Nisan, both times during the day. We'll start with an easier situation first. Right? So if she has a Vesikavua, so then the only, the only way this would be a Vesikavua is if it's based on an interval. Right? Which would be a Vesikavua Aflaga. So the, the, the Aflaga would be one, two, three, four weeks later, exactly, because they're both Sundays. So that would be on Zion of ER. But let's say she has a Vesit Sha'ina Kavua. So we know the interval between the 10th of Adar and the, er, and the 9th of Nisan is uh, four full weeks from Sunday to Sunday. So that means it's 29 days. Because the 10th of uh, the 10th of Adar counts as the first day. That Sunday to Shabbat is 7 days. The next week is 7 days, so that makes a total of 14. The next week is 7 days, that makes a total of uh, 21. The next week, 7 full days, makes a total of 28. And then the next Sunday is 29. So the Vesara Flaga is going to be 29 days, which is go straight down basically on the calendar, 4 weeks. That's going to be the Vesara Flaga. Whereas the Vesada Chodesh is, she saw on the 10th of Nisan, so during ER, or, or sorry, the, the 9th of, uh, Ted, she saw on, on the, the 9th of, of Nisan, so we're expecting the, uh, the Vesada Chodesh on the 9th of ER, which is two days later. And the Ona Benoni is going to be the day in between on the 8th of ER. What is this? Is this 30 days? 30. 30 days. The Ona Benonin is 30 days. Now, there's a couple... 30 days from the last Veset. Right. 30 days from the last Veset, including the day of the last menstrual cycle, or the start of the last menstrual cycle, right. is the Ona Benonin. The easiest way to calculate that is you don't calculate it. You go down four rows on the calendar and go over one. Right? You make a nice little L. Because going down four gets you 29 days, and you only have to go over one more day to the right, or just further in time, basically. So you only have to you go down four and over one, and that's your onabenoni. Right? Don't have to think about it, don't have to count, don't have to do anything. You go down four and over one. The Vesera Chodesh is the easiest one to count, because whatever the date is this month that her menstrual cycle started... That's the Veset the next month. And the Aflaga is the only one where it's difficult, is, you know, relatively difficult, as you have to make sure you're counting appropriately. So again, you count the date that the last menstrual cycle started, and then you take and include the date this menstrual cycle started, and then starting from the date this menstrual cycle started, you add that amount of time to it and go to the next menstrual cycle.
the other thing to know is that in a month where the um, in a month the woman gets her, her, her menstrual cycle, if it's a short month, meaning it's only a 29 day month, the Vesera Chodesh and the Ona Benoni are going to be on the same day. Why is that? Because, let's take our example again, she saw during the day on the, te- uh, the 10th of Adar. Right? Adar only has 29 days. Right? So, the 10th of Nisan is 30 days ahead. And the Onabenonit is also 30 days ahead. So that Veset would be the well, same. In, 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 no, 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 it depends once you got it on the... No, the Onabenonit... No, the, that's the Veset Aflaga. The Onabenonit is, on is always 30 days, days from okay. the previous uh, Veset. It will always line up in, or, or it will always line up with the Veset of Chodesh. It, if the Chodesh is 29 if, days. If, the, if that Chodesh is 29 days. So the next month, we're not worried about how many days of the month that one is, but if this month is 29 days, the Veset of Chodesh and the Onabinoni will always be the same day. If it's a 30 day month, then the Veset of Chodesh will always be the day after the Onabinoni. Right? So those two are always very close together. Either they're the same day, or one day apart. they're one day apart. Where we get more complicated is when we have a, um, a, a, a short interval. And so let's say, let's take a case where woman sees on the 10th of Adar, but then sees again during the day on the 29th of Adar. Right, how many days is that? Uh, 28? 20. 20. 20. 20. From the 10th right. to the 29th right. is... Oh, 10th, right, from the 10th to the 29th is 20 days. Right. Alright. Because we're counting the 10th and we're counting the 29th. So 10 to, 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 to 19 is uh, 10, and 20 to 29 is another 10. Yeah. Right? So in this one, the Onabenonit is going to be um, is going to be the 29th of Nisan. It will also be the Vesera Chodesh for the month of Nisan, but the Vesera Flaga one color. Uh, no, I did this right. Hold on. The Vesa Aflaga is going to be 20 days after the 29th of um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, of, uh, of Adar. Um, thank you. And that will put it at uh, The the nineteenth of Nisan. Nisan, right? So we'll have a full eleven days between the Vesera Chodesh and when the other two Vestor are, which are actually on the same day. Everybody's with me so far.
Yep. Okay. Now, the the before we get into more complicated uh, calculations, we include day and night. The vested is always going to be during the same ona as the menstrual cycle started, which means that we take the day and divide it into two sections. I recommend when everybody does this, when they do their calculations, they do it on a Hebrew calendar. Uh, don't use an English one because it gets too complicated. And what you do is, like we have on this calendar, take the months, and, or take every day, and divide it in half. All right? And what we do is, if we're starting here, let's, again, we're starting with Yud uh, Adar. We divide this in half. The box to the left, consider that the night, and the box to the right, consider that the day. Because again, as you know, the famous song goes, Jewish days begin the night before. So if we uh, we don't have a calendar, you know, that, that that works like that, most of our calendars go based off a midnight to midnight function. So if you break Sunday into two sections, you know that Sunday night, right, or the night portion of Sunday really started Saturday night, and it starts at Shkia. It does not start at Tere Kuchavim. It starts at Shkia. And it goes until Nitzahama. And then Nitzahama to Shkia is the daytime. So the daytime Ona is shorter. Uh, during, the, during the winter. Right. No, I'm saying, but... Oh, On the equinox, the daytime will be shorter. On the equinox... Uh, depending on where you are and what actually is the equinox and... No, on the equinox... Well, I, it sounds like if you go from Shkia to Nates, you're counting all of the Banish Mashos in either direction. Oh, exactly. Right. Banish Mashos. On the equinox, the day, a greater percentage of the year will be spent in the night on it than the day. Uh, again, it really depends on your latitude. Well, I'm not, I'm, oh. I'm, 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 I'm not saying hour wise. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not saying hour, I'm not saying hour, I'm saying it's, it sounds like. Both Ben right. Ashmashot into the night are, are yes are are included as part of the night. Uh -huh. uh, the reason is that we in in terms of calculating the the onot for Ilchot Nida, we go with the um, essentially go with, with the gra, and that the day starts at Shkia, and nights or sorry the day ends at Shkia and starts at Neitzachama. Right, there's different ways of calculating. All this manim, the gra is the simplest. You go from nech to shkia, and that's that. Okay. Right? It, going counting from all the shachar, so you go now. I'm counting from. You have to deal with degrees. Do I deal with exact time? Do I deal with shalts maniot? Uh, that gets into a whole headache. But the basic halacha here is that the day is uh, nech to shkia, and night is shkia to nech. What is considered exactly? Maybe I'm dropping ahead. Yeah. But what is considered exactly when the when the, the period starts? So what stage? I'm just gonna get there. So the period starts generally. Well, yeah. I'll ask my question. You can tell me the, which order makes most sense. In terms of the um, the day and night, right? Yes. Let's say you want to calculate a hafalagan, and it goes from night to day, or vice versa, right? So you have a one period on the night of the first, let's say, right, and one period in the day of the thirtieth. Right. Then do you count ahead like 30 and a half days, 
do you just treat the previous one as if it was night? Or so we're going to do an example when we get into the the day and night thing. We'll we'll get to that in a few minutes. Um, let's the but let's start with uh, we'll start with the question of a selfie care right with with Mayor's question of when do we say the vesat actually started? So a menstrual cycle typically we say starts from when a woman experiences essentially a menstrual flow. Mm-hmm. Now, some women start, uh, you know, a little bit and then experience, say, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the F word, the, f- the flow a little bit later. Um, some, you know, it, it's very heavy at, at the very beginning and then lightens up, you know, as it, go, as it goes on. Every woman's going to be different. But the general alakha is that we go based on when she, essentially when the woman says she has her period. Now, this does not mean that, let's say she found a stain uh, on her undergarments, and, you know, let's say that stain were to make her, at least Anina de Ramanan, we don't say that the stain is what makes her, or or establishes a veset. A stain will not establish a veset, there's really only one situation where it will, or two. Um, one, and, and this is, call your LOR immediately if this happens, is if she does a bidika and finds uh, and finds blood in the vaginal canal, that could be, uh, that would potentially establish a facet. Um Especially if she found it on the day of a veset, so that uh, call your posik immediately. Uh, the other situation would be, let's say she found a stain, and let's uh, or she had just very few min- minimal drops. Now she feels the you know if she feels her period starting, that's one thing. That's auto- automatically going to make her knee up. But if she just finds a few drops in her undergarments. <clears throat> And you know, or just feels it's you know wet and checks it and sees you know there's a drop of blood in there, and then you know, a couple hours later, she you know experiences more of a you know a, a full force of a, of a menstrual cycle. So then, Ravavadia says that the the vessel would start from the earlier time, but that's only in the case of where it's only separated by like a few hours. Meaning, you know, at 12 o'clock, uh, from like 12 to 2, she saw a few drops uh, in a pad or, or, or on her undergarments, and then, you know... It, it f- What's a few hours? The same Ona? No, it doesn't have to be the same Ona. If it's the same Ona, it wouldn't matter. Yeah, right. But if it's, let's say, like right now, it's, you know, Shkia is at uh, 4.30, 4.45, so let's say at 1 o'clock, she saw a few drops on her undergarments, then at 5 o'clock, right at, you know, 15 minutes after Shkia... She, uh, you know, she's like, okay, yeah, I really have my period now. So in that situation, the Tardabite says that the Veset will start during the daytime, meaning it's the day of the daytime of the previous date, not the nighttime of the next of the next date. The, where it wouldn't start is if, let's say, she found, you know, she found a ketem, she found a stain in her undergarments. But then got her, you know, cycle a day or two later. 
So there, the, the, the stain would not establish the veset. The start of the menstrual cycle would so establish the, the veset. What's the cutoff date? The, cut the cutoff is essentially... Uh, it's, it's essentially um, one connected ona. Meaning, or, 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 or two onas that are connected. Meaning, if she saw a stain during the day, and then that night... You know, she got her cycle, or she saw it at night, and then during the day, you know. So what happens if she sees it one in the afternoon, some some drops, and then right, and then again, and then she gets a full period at three in the morning. Right. So then it would go. It it would go by when she saw the staining. Okay. That's what Rav Avadia says, and that's general the the general accepted Sephardic halacha. And Rav Moshe Feinstein happens to say that uh, it goes by when she experiences the flow and not by the staining, but Ravadia says um, that it, it, as long as it's, it's close together, then we go by when it... We, we say that the staining is what it started. Right. They're under next to each other. If it's separated by any more than that... Um, by one more or not. Right, by one more or not. Or even, you know, let's say she saw it in the... Like, you know, let's say she got a stain right after... You know, at seven o'clock in the morning, and she didn't see her, you know, her period until six o'clock, you know, the next morning. So then, that already, you know, there's there's a lot more time there. There's almost like well, a full day. Call? So there, it, it, it's hard to say. Um, and, and in that, like I said, um, in in such a situation, ask your your uh, your local Orthodox rabbi. Um, there are some differences of opinion here as to when exactly we'd call it like that. Normally, it's a lot more clear-cut, though, uh, biologically, but it, it can happen, um, and uh, I'm not sure if we'll get there tonight, but we'll get to stains uh, at some point during the shiors to, and maybe I can try and clarify that this particular question a little more. But it can, I mean, it can often, the period can often come very slowly, and the woman can be unsure, right? So she's, she's spotting, and mm-hmm. then she's this, and then she's that, you know, for a day or two, and it's like, all right, this is definitely it. Right. Uh, so... You know, in, in that case, if you have like, a, let's say, you have a series of owners that have spotting, or, right? You know, so, in, in that you, case, do you really just go by when she calls it. So, or? you in that case, you're more like mm. if that's how she normal. It's like that's how she gets a period every month, right? Every menstrual cycle starts off. It's spotting, 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 and then you know, eighteen, twenty-four, thirty hours later, that's when she, you know, it it. Uh, you know, it becomes a much stronger flow of, of of blood. So then, that probably would be that it would start when she starts seeing the spotting, because that's how her menstrual cycle is. I know Rabbi Willig. I mean, when he talks about birth control, um, many women, when they're on birth control, won't see a very heavy period at all. Sometimes they don't get one at all, but sometimes they have a very very light one. And might be just a little bit of blood, and that's it for you know another month. But Rabbi Willig says that that is essentially her menstrual cycle because she's seeing it because regularly. she's seeing it regularly, mm-hmm. and that's what it is. And it's that little bit of uh, of blood every month that is her menstrual cycle, and she would have to you know she's Anita and Anita de Raisa, according uh, to Rabbi Willig um, at that point. Uh, I don't. He may discuss it in um, in Am Mordechai. Um, I believe also uh, Sobolovsky's uh, book. There's a lot of, uh, of the Chidushim from Rabbi Willig in there also. Do we, do and we pass it? do what? Do we pass it like this? It makes sense. 
Uh, I I would. Um, Where's Kabbalah? I don't know if Kabbalah discusses this case no. in particular. Um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to birth control and those sorts of things, it it, it changes a lot of the it it changes a lot of the the, the biology essentially, um, and so there's a lot of interplay with various aspects of Hilchot Nida um, and marriage in general, um, and therefore it's not something to be you know taken lightly um, and. and any sort of question there should be dealt with by by a posik. Um but my personal opinion here would be that you know Rabbi Willig's uh, Rabbi Willig's logic here makes sense that you know the, the, we consider women to be anida nowadays based on the fact that they get the period. We you know essentially the Gemara says that she has mm-hmm. to have a haragash, she has to have a feeling mm-hmm. of the the mm-hmm. of the um, of the the, the uterus opening. And uh, blood entering the vaginal canal in order for her to be rendered Anita Midiraisa. Most women nowadays don't necessarily have any sort of feeling like that. So what are we going to do? We're going to say that there's no woman that's Anita Midiraisa? It's impossible to say that. So we really take on this, and many postcards take on this, is that when a woman has her period, that's, you know, Midiraisa. Um, and therefore, if what her period is, at this point, is just a little bit of blood, you know, for a few hours, then that's your period, and, and, and you know, you have to go based on that. Um, but that that's a, a, a sidebar. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Um, okay. But so, no, I mean, going back to the vesta issue, I mean, does it, do the post generally, you know, or, you know, even community rabbis, Lemaisa, like, just look at sort of the scar of the situation, like, it, there's a difference, you know, for periods like this every month, it's like this every month, if it's sometimes it's like this, and sometimes it's not, right, sometimes it starts heavy, sometimes it starts slow, sure, you, you have it's like a free thing, I mean, is that is that a factor that they look at? It can be, um, be because every woman's different, there's, and in terms of a lot of things with Alakot, not just, uh, you know, not just with the, in terms of, uh, different things that are, that are, us or mother in, in, uh, um, or it's our Shabbat, or someone's making a, you know, it's a hefset meruba. There's different things that can, can right, no, determine not, different I'm factors here. So I'm not saying it's a hefset meruba, but what I'm saying is that there are, there's, the, the Shulchan Aruch and the Post can give us a framework, but because each woman is biologically different, and it can be biologically different from, you know, after, from one pregnancy to another, mm. or from before pregnancy to after pregnancy, sometimes a woman has a vesicavua before she gets pregnant, and once she gets her period back after her pregnancy, it's not kavua anymore. That's very common because hormones are out of whack, and sometimes it comes back, and sometimes it doesn't. So, um, it, there's a lot of, you know. The, a lot of the, the, the questions that come up with Hilchodida, they, they really need to be addressed with, you know, your your rabbi or, or, or posik because there are some things that can be, you know, more personal. Um, are the are the dates of the Vesta like relevant to establishing a pattern? So what I mean by that is, like, right? Let's say let's say you have a woman who has, you know, on thirtieth period starts set. You know, let's let's say the first on the okay. first. Her period starts suddenly, comes on very quickly. The next day, on the first, she, she has some spotting. Spot. And then, 
the next, sorry, the next month, on the first, she has some spotting, and on the second, she feels like, okay, now it's my period. Do we say, oh, but, you know, in a sense, like, the first, the first, like, this helps create a pattern? Or do we, so, it could. If, if we're going to say that, that, that spotting is the start of her period, which... Well, that's, my, that's my question. It, it, would, it could establish, it would establish a pattern mm-hmm. if we're going to call it that. Right, well, so my question is, is the, So, it, it would depend. Well, my question is, is, is the fact that that's the first, as opposed to some other day relevant to sort of, okay, it looks like something is happening with her every day on the first, whether it's heavy, whether it's light. It could be. Um, it, again, it would, it would also have to, you'd also have to know what happened on the second. Meaning if she saw a little bit of spotting on the first but didn't see anything on the second, so then it doesn't, that doesn't no, really, right, it's right. not going to mean right, anything. Right. Um, so it could, you know, help establish a pattern. Um, and we might want to be a little more you know, if she doesn't have a vesica voice, then maybe I guess what I'm the is, next is there, month... Is there a bias in terms of finding a pattern, you know, where it seems like close to a pattern? It's not exactly... If it's close to a pattern, but it's not a pattern, then it's not a pattern. Um, where that could come into play, though, is let's say we called the second the, you know, the, the vesica, and then she didn't see on the second the next one, but saw on the third. No, I realize. That would, like, that would be a... You know, but let's say the first every month is like either it's the start of the period or it's like the lead up to the period. You know, it, lead up and start are two are really two different yeah, things. Right, so it, it's not unless it's the act, unless it's basically the same thing every month on on that date or that interval. Right. Um. It it's it's not necessarily going to going to determine um any sort of pattern there. Got it. Okay. Now, um, where we get a little more complicated, and we'll go through one of these examples now, is let's say, this was your case we brought it a few minutes ago, well, let's say she saw during the day, the first, the first time she got her menstrual cycle, and the next time she saw during the night. So let's, uh, again, we're just starting for ease of uh, the board. She got her period during the day on the 10th of Adar. Let's, anyone want to throw, pick a date when she got her, uh... It's, uh, about, uh, Tet Nisan. Okay. Around Tet Nisan. Which is, makes sense. Let's say the night following Tet. The night following the Tet. The night following the Tet. Okay, so we're gonna, that's... That's Yud. Right, that's Yud. Okay, so that's... Alright, so there... The... Two that are easy to calculate are the uh, the Vesada Chodesh, which is going to be Yud Er at night. That's very simple. And the Ona Benonit is going to be Tet at night because Nisan's a full month, it's 30 days, so the Ona Benonit is going to be the day before the Vesada Chodesh. And also, if you go down four weeks and over one, that brings you to the night of the ninth of uh, Iyar. Now, <coughs> where we get slightly more complicated is kind of the, the Haflaga. So, it's... We don't count half when we calculate uh, Vesto. So, whatever this one is, and the, the most recent menstrual cycle is, that's when we put the Veset for the next menstrual cycle. So, this menstrual cycle started at night. The next menstrual cycle, all the Vestot, are going to be at night. 
How many days though? So how many days? Um, this will be, it happens to be, that with this situation, the Vesara Flaga is going to be the same day as the um, the Onabenoni, because if you go down from the uh, the tenth of Adar, it's four weeks down and one day over, because right? you're going down four full days and then you're into the next day because the period came at night. So that's going to be even though it's really so twenty nine days in one Ona. Once you cross over into another day, then we just consider it a full day, and therefore the next one is going to be go down four weeks Which is and over days. a day. 30 it's thirty days. So are you just counting by the date, like to figure out the number of days in between them? Yeah, you, you count. count you count by the tetiyud. Yeah. Is that all? Is that all you you look at? Just tetiyud? Well, in this case, it's yud to uh, yud to yud. Yeah, yud to yud. Yud yud other to yud nisan. That's thirty days, and despite the fact that you know in Yud Adar the uh, what you call it, the 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 Vesa was during the day and the Vesa during Nisan was during the night, doesn't really matter. Um, right, and that would because be if it was day day or night night. It was right, it'd be, it'd be the same thing: day day, night night. Um, <clears throat> we'll just go date to the date, the date to the date. Right, we'll go date to, uh, date to date. Right. Um, <clears throat> Now, where we... So, have yeah. you established a pattern there because you have yod, yod, yod? Um, it could be, mm. right? So, we could, with this situation, we could establish a pattern. <clears throat> well, well not here. Really got no, no, no. So, here we can't establish a pattern. Because it has to be the same Because it has to be the same Ona to establish a pattern. So, if she saw, let's say, yod, yod at night, and then again saw yod nisan at night, and then again saw... You'd ear at night, so that would be a pattern for a Vesada Kodesh. Wouldn't you need one more? No. no. For a Kodesh, you need, you need three dates, because you're not, you're not going by an interval. For a Vesada Flugga, you need four periods with the Wait, same interval. In, same started in Adar? We're in Adar. So we have the tenth of Adar. And then there's Nisan. And then we, right, that was the previous so one. The one right the... now is, happened on Yud Nisan. Right, so she sees Yud Adar at day. Right. She sees Yud Nisan at night. Right. And then she sees you. No, if she says you, it doesn't. Right. This, doesn't this is problem. this situation right. that we have right here uh, is not going to establish a pattern. Any. Right. Right. This wouldn't yeah, establish so a pattern right. of anything. Right. If, however, no, 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 the, I, the period during during Adar was at night, I then it would okay. establish a pattern. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were. Um, the other one where this could establish a pattern is, again, let's say it was Yud Adar <laughs> at night, and then she saw Yud Nisan at night. Let's say she saw. Tet, er at night, right there. Hmm. If on the next month she saw um, thirty days later, that would be aflaga. Mm -hmm. But not from you're not counting other. The other is irrelevant. The other one is, is irrelevant at this point. So she sees like every day on the tenth, every day on yud. Yes, but it's sometimes it's night, sometimes it's day. There's no purpose. Always yud. I mean, is that really nothing? It's nothing. The Shulchan Aruch says that it has to be during the same ona, during the same day. Um, seems very strange. Seems like, I mean, I know that's the rule, but it seems like a strange result. That, like, she knows it's going to be with those two, but, and, and she doesn't even have to separate. Right? Like, let's say she knows, let's say she knows it's always on Yud. But the last time was Yud at night. She doesn't have to separate the next Yud day. 
Instead, we're adding other days that are right less so less less likely. Seems like a strange result. It is. There are in terms of vestot. There are a lot of strange things. Like it, let's say a woman had a vesikavua where she saw every four weeks, right on the dot every single every four weeks, and then it disappeared. Right, and you establish a vesikavua by getting you know the same interval three times in a row, right, and then three more three times in a row it was not that original interval, right. It comes and then let's say it comes back one time, then it automatically establishes it again fully. And it takes another three times to break it. Mm. Yep. Well, yes, that is a it is a chidush of Maran Beit Yosef that if a woman, let's say, sees every four weeks for years, she's every four weeks, and then all of a sudden she gets, you know, uh, for for three months, it, it, it's not every four weeks, right? So that breaks the vesikavua. But the vessel kavua doesn't go away completely. It essentially goes dormant. Yeah, once you break the kavua, right? it goes into hibernation until Right, it goes into hibernation. Until kavua, right? right, into one of two things happens. Either it reestablishes itself and only takes one time to reestablish it. Another low series. An- no, yeah, like le- oh, the easiest case is let's say it's a vessel kavua or a vessel chodesh. That's kavua. She sees on the on, on the the tenth of the month every month. Right, every single month it's the tenth, 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 tenth. And then for three months, she sees the uh, 9th, 12th, and 11th, right? So that vesikavua is broken. But because it was kavua, it goes into, it goes dormant, it goes into hibernation. Until one of two things happens. If the next month she sees on the 10th, then it comes back. It's automatically reestablished in full, and it would take another three months to break it. So that, means, uh, that means the next, the next month, she only has to keep the 10th. That's right, right. right. If she has a vesicle, she only has to keep the day that she's that she's worried about, that she knows she's going to get her period. The other way to uh, to make the vesicle go away forever, or the, the way to make it go away forever, is if she establishes a new one. So let's say she used to see every four weeks. Um, or she sees head, 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 head. Right, she sees, right, she starts, right. So she's, she either establishes another uh, another pattern in frequency or in the interval, or another pattern on, on a different date, so then, once she establishes a new one, the old one goes away completely, and we go with the uh, the new one. But again, that's only if it's in the same uh, oh, the no. same ona. Um, and the the, uh, the the one thing to to know also is by a vesera flaga, it's really two stages to make it a kavua. Because what happens is if she sees on a Sunday and then four weeks later sees on a Sunday and then four weeks later sees on a Sunday, so that will establish it as a veset. It, it becomes a veset a shavua, right, for the next month, right, because she's seeing on the same day of the month four weeks apart. If she sees another one four weeks apart, then it become it it becomes a veset aflaga of four weeks. Because the haflaga has not happened three right. times. Right, because the haflaga hasn't happened three times. What happened now is that she saw on a Sunday three times. Mm-hmm. Right, so if it's three Sundays in a row, or each time is a Sunday, right, as long as it was the same interval, not if it was 35 days or 28 and then, you know, whatever, but it is, if it was a, the same interval there, then it establishes that if it's a shavua, a kavua for the next month, and if it's the same thing the next following month, the same <laughs> interval, then it... it it becomes like a it, like a super vested essentially um, 
or the Vesad evolves into a Vesad Aflaga. Um, Do Ashkenazim have this, this Homera about the sleeping Vesad, the dormant Vesad that comes back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, as far as I know. Um, I don't think anyone uh, that I know of argues on it. Now, there are other Vestot. Um, one is a Vesad Adilug, which is a jumping Vesad, where let's say she sees uh, on the first of the month, and the next one she's on the second, and the next one she's on the third. So then, for the following month, we would suspect on the fourth, right? Because she's skipping a day every month. Um, we don't have to be mocked for that. Let's say she saw the first this month, next month she sees on the second. We don't have to worry next month that she's going to see on the third, right? Un- unless that's, you know, an actual Veset, like one of the Vesets, the Vesets we calculated. Right, unless that happens to be, you know, unless that happens to be the, the what you call it, the, the Onabinoni. Um, but, uh... What happens if she sees it? She uh, did, did look for right. three, three months. Three so months, then, if she sees time. right, so she sees on the first, then the second, then the third. So then that establishes it, and it would the next month she'd be she'd have to keep a vessel on the fourth. It's established with the third, or it, it, in terms of a, a chodesh, it would be established with the third. Like it, she saw the first, the second, then the third. Right, as a I mean, dilug. One, two, three. No, you, but you could you could have a dilug in two different ways. You can have a dilug by date of the month, right? Mm-hmm. So one, two, three, or you could have it by aflaga or, or right. by interval, right. where you could have you know one month she saw it was twenty eight days right. between, right. then twenty nine, then thirty. So in that case, you would need four periods to establish right. it. And is it by, but if it's day of the month, is it the same or is it different? I think I think in Bible comments I'm a holy rubbish So, like so what's, what's the so it would be the bottom line would be first, if she saw the, the first, the second, and the third. The next month she the vessel would be the fourth. Even though she hasn't really had a dilug three times, because I mean we don't know it was before the first. Let's say before the first, it was also the first. Right. Um, yeah, but but here we 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 have this pattern now where she where it is jumping, whereas aflaga you need three. Vestot here to be to 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 establish it. The, the chodesh in in this case is going to be a little more, a uh, little more stringent because you only need three periods, not three, in, not four periods with three intervals. Um. Now the one thing to mention, many of the Sephardic poskim, and it's one thing I haven't mentioned. The Ashkenazi poskim have a lot of other. Vestot that some of them uh, like to talk about. There's the Beit Meir. There's the the Orzerua. Svarim are not machmir for those. The only one where where some svarim are machmir, and it's not a bad idea, is if a woman has a vesed kavua. Then it's not a bad idea to be machmir for the opinion of the Orzerua, which is the Ona before. So if her if the the veset is let's say during the day of the tenth, so then the uh, uh, the night before, right, the tenth at night, the orzuru would say you also have to be machmir and c- consider that a veset and a, a husband and wife could not have sexual relations. That's not a bad idea to keep if she has a veset kuvua because that's not a sephardic halacha. No, it's not a sephardic halacha. Ravadia is very clear in, in Tired Abayit that. We're not mocking for it at all. Oh. The Orlet Sion also happens to not be so mocking for it. Um, the Tali Tohar and the Avani Shoham and others do bring it in regards to a Vesit Kavua to be mocked because... Only a Vesit Kavua? Only a Vesit Kavua. 
Some want to say the Ona Benonid also. I'm not going to be mocking for that. Um, by Ashkenazim are mocking the Ona Benonid too? The for almost... The modern Ashkenazim, going with the Shevet Alevi and others, are, are, are going to be mocking for every Vesa also by the Ona Zerua. The, the Shach and, and Taz, and many of them are not Machmir, except for the Kavua and the Ona Benoni. And the reason being on those two is, in Vesa Kavua, we know, she, or we assume, essentially, it's almost almost certain that she's going to get her period on the next, uh, on the next, uh, uh, the next Veset. And the Ona Benoni is, most women see once a month, so that's the, the, the Ona that the Chachamim established. The reason it's good to, to be Machmir for the Ona before is that one of the things that can cause a woman to uh, start her menstrual cycle is sex. So if husband and wife have sexual relations on the ona or the you know the night before let's say the the, the period's supposed to come, there's a little bit more risk there because if she if we know she's gonna get her period that day, then it's possible that having sex is going to cause it to come earlier while they're engaged in relations. And they're, and again, we know that's an isakarate, and that's a really bad thing to happen. Um, and if that does happen, it, 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 it can happen, you know, um, it, it's something to, to discuss with a rabbi after the fact, and uh, potentially um, a gynecologist. Um, but if it does happen in the immediate... So then, uh, once a woman gets her period, she is considered nida. Um, you cannot disengage from uh, from the woman while you have an erection. Right? The Gemara says that leaving or disengaging, pulling out of the vagina is the same as entering. So if husband and wife are engaged in relations and she gets her period, you can't just stop and immediately separate. You have to wait until the erection dies down and then uh, pull out. Um, there's no real good way to make that happen. You just kind of got to wait. Um, the post game saying, you know, as much as you can, try, you know, Lift yourself on, you know, on, on your hands and toes, and make yourself a little uncomfortable. Uh, as long as you know you don't make your uh, your erection pull out, um, it's not a very common thing uh, for most people. It will never happen. I know of a couple of cases where it did, um, but again, there it, it's a very very rare uh, situation for that to happen. If it does, again. Um, do not pull out immediately, um, and then, after the fact, uh, consult your rav and potentially uh, gynecologist. Do we have any other questions regarding festot uh, or calculations or anything in these regards uh, before we, we end for the night? So the vessel, they, they have to do a bedika, right? Right. That's the other thing. I, I, I did forget that. When when a woman has a vessel, she has to do a bedika, uh, ideally twice, the beginning and end of the vessel, um, or twice, as, cl as close to the end of the vessel as possible. Meaning, if the vessel is at night, so she should do it, you know, right after Shkia, and then she doesn't have to wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, 
you know, to do it right before Nate. She can do it before she goes to bed. Um, if, um, if she doesn't do a Vedika, then, um, uh, if she has a Vesa Kavua, she's not allowed to, uh, to have sex with her husband until she does a Vedika. If it was the Ona Benoni, same rules apply. If it was the Vesada Chodesh or the Vesada Flaga, so then uh, if she forgot the Bedika, she wouldn't, she doesn't, Bedievich, she doesn't have to do it. Um, but, you know, it, it, she should. If it was a Vesada Kavua, even if it was a couple days later, she still has to do it. Um, that's a, that's a, uh, any in there. So if she, if she had a Vesada Kavua and then, uh, again, if she if, if she doesn't get a period, so then then it, it just means that you know the next month either she's pregnant or you know it's going to start changing. Um, but she would have to do uh, a, a, a bidika. Yeah. Explaining over the bidika, so you know, on, the, on the vestos she has to separate. Right, and the vestos she has to separate. So why, what's the purpose of the, the purpose of the bidika is to make sure that her bleeding didn't start. So then that way, after the vestos over, then you know she could you know to have you know she could go back to her husband um it's very common you know if you have a vesta that's you know two vestod and is separated by two three days mm-hmm. um you, we don't have to you don't have to say that you know from the start of one vesta to the after the last vesta mm-hmm. over that we have to separate I and mean, we're only concerned about the actual onot of the vesta so therefore if you know this vesta was clean and you know there's another couple days till, till the next vesta um so then, you know, she could, in, in the meantime, you know, have uh, relations with her husband again. So, Be'onis, just to go from Be'onis, it's 30 days. 30 days. Be'onis, Be'onis is always 30 days. So there's a difference, I guess, when... Yeah, I get the best at Okay. Okay. So that's that is at night versus where it's during the day, when does she do the Be'onis? If it's at night, so then she should do it right after Shkia. And, or, and and no, she doesn't have to. Do, if she wakes up before Nate, it's like in the you know in the in the winter where yeah. Nate, uh, I'm gonna pray in a second. Um, if she, if she, if uh, you know if it's in the winter and Nate is at seven o'clock, so she wakes up at six, she could do it then. Um, in the summer where Nate is at four o'clock in the morning, she could just do it before she goes to bed, um, and that's enough. And if it's in the daytime, then and if it's in the daytime, she does it right when she wakes up in the morning, and then before Shkia. Um, okay, that's it for today, and we'll continue uh, in a couple of weeks. Amen, amen.